Welcome to episode 48 of Instant Expertise Marketing. We appreciate you listening in. Today, Sherry and I are going to begin a four-part series on how to tell your brand story. In this first part, we're going to share some reasons why you need to tell stories, how you should frame those stories, and even how to begin to craft your own story. I'm Yvette Brown, co-founder of X Promos. I became an entrepreneur at 23 by starting a promotions agency with my then 29-year-old business partner, Sherry Nomadi. Well, guys, that makes me Sherry Nomadi. And, you know, if you listened to us before, you know, Yvette and I have always approached business from opposite ends of the spectrum. I think that's what makes us great business partners. And yet we always come to the same conclusions on how we always help our clients succeed. So most marketers today have heard about brand storytelling, whether it's through the Donald Miller leading the story brand movement or the Seth Godin saying marketing is about the stories you tell or Russell Brunson touting the Heroes to Journeys script. The message is clear. Stories are helping brands sell by engaging with prospects on a deeper and an even more emotional level today. I gotta say, Sherry, before we even go on, that was a great intro. I honestly didn't wanna spend as much time today convincing our listeners on why they should tell stories. I'd rather focus on how to tell those stories. You did a fantastic job summing it up, but me being me, I'm gonna have to reiterate. So basically, like Sherry said, Stories told in a way that we're used to hearing help us as prospects, as buyers, emotionally connect. Also, we as people remember things that we much better if we're emotionally connected to them. And lastly, stories about brands will help prospects and customers more deeply connect and therefore you can build stronger relationships, which ideally leads to sales and retention. And that's because people work with people they like and trust. So if you want more details about the neuroscience and the research behind all that, you know, I geek out about that, but I'm not gonna bore you with it today. Just check out our blog that's related to this topic on our website. For now, just believe in the science so we can get to the good stuff today by sharing how you can use storytelling to your advantage. Like I said, guys, marketers are abuzz right now with excitement around brand storytelling. It's an avenue to better engage prospects and ultimately drive more revenue for you. But challenges sometimes arise when you suggest that branding mess around with the about us section of the website or the boilerplate on the press releases, right? We totally get this. Like this is a legit cause for concern, but we think we've solved this challenge. And I'd like to thank a client for that based on a project that we worked on about a year ago. So as a sidebar, I'm not going to get off track, but I do want to say this is why I love my job because every client and every project is different. And when you learn about the intricacies of different businesses, it oftentimes creates breakthrough moments when you realize you can apply those key learnings to other situations. And you know, that's exactly what happened here in this project that Yvette was talking about. 
we helped a client crystallize and communicate their biggest point of difference. And now we're applying that learning to our own business model. Exactly what Sherry said. So here's the key learning. If your organization is set up in such a way that you'd have to battle branding to try and integrate some big umbrella branding story, have no fear. Instead, you can find storytelling success by telling smaller brand stories all along the customer journey at designated touch points that you can track. By evaluating the success of those stories, you can then expand organically with stories throughout your brand ecosystem. And then once you've had the success all over the place, tell the big story after all those little stories have, like I said, proven successful. Okay, whoa, 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 Yvette. I think we're getting just a little bit ahead of ourselves right here, don't you think? Yeah, actually, yeah, maybe that wasn't the best way to tell a story. That actually was the punchline. So let's back it up a little bit and tell you how to tell a story. All right, so like I said in the beginning, we're telling this story to you in four parts today. And that's because there are a few variables to consider, and we want to give each one of those four parts its own fair due. So the first part is on the hero's journey is the framework for your story. Part two will take a deeper look at the role that your USP or your unique selling proposition. And part three connects the dots of your story while part four covers how to simplify your message for the long run. And just to clarify, since I'm the one that started by telling the punchline first, we're only gonna address part one today. This is a lot to unpack. It's a lot to get your head around. So we're gonna start out by talking about the hero's journey today. And you're gonna have to come back next week to hear part two and then three and four. So let's talk about that hero's journey. Long story short, the hero's journey is a tried and true Hollywood blockbuster movie plot that everyone can relate to. When you infuse a brand into that plot, you can resonate with prospects because you become part of their story. But how do you do that? First, here's the framework of the story. It starts with a character, the hero, all right, spoiler alert, you probably already figured it out, but your prospect is the hero, not your brand. Got it? Okay, Sherry, that is a huge spoiler right there. But the reality is you're totally accurate. If you want to engage with a prospect and become part of the story that's already going on in your head, which is what we're all trying to do as marketers along the way, you're going to have to accept that your prospect is the hero not your brand. But there is a great part in the story that's still waiting for you as the brand. That's right. So like I said, the prospect is the hero and they've got this really big problem. In your story, you have to describe that problem on a very deep level. Your hero doesn't just want to save time, save money. They've got a problem that's much, much deeper than that and a reason for wanting to do that. So you gotta figure out and describe what that problem is in your story. 
And like Sherry said, basically that's the difference between a surface problem and what the deeper cause is behind that. And that's part of what you really have to get into when you're gonna talk about the problem. But once you've identified this problem, mm -hmm. the next thing that happens is your hero meets a guide. Congratulations, brand, you get the part. That is you. You are the trusted advisor to the hero. You are Sacagawea to Lewis and Clark. The guide's job in the story is to provide a solution that helps overcome the hero's problem. That solution comes in a form of a plan that you, Sacagawea, present, and then you call the hero to action. And when our heroes take that action, they find success. And more importantly, they avoid failure because that's really what everyone wants to do. And at the end of the story, you can recap the hero's transformation from the pain they felt before the journey to that great joy that they feel after this journey with you. And that's it. That's the hero's journey. And you know, when you take a little bit deeper dive into these story plots and you take a look at it, you are going to be mind blown because you're going to realize that every story and every movie you've ever watched follows the same pattern and it's kind of crazy. But that aside, the thing is, when you're developing your story, while it sounds simple, it's kind of a challenge to complete this. And that's why really this is a four stepper process that we're sharing with you. We're going to cover some of those aspects in greater deal, detail over the next few weeks. But in the meantime, we want you to be able to get started and create your own draft with prompts. And actually, you can do that for free at Donald Miller's site, which is mystorybrand.com. He's the guy who wrote the book Story Brand. So like we said in the beginning, you may not be able to start with the umbrella brand story. But if you can, you will find that you can edit this story and serve four major purposes. And those four major purposes are number one, as the about section on your website, probably the most important one. And number two, second most important probably, is the boilerplate section of your press releases. Number three, it becomes the elevator pitch that every single employee uses to describe your company. And number four, it can become your company tagline. So a great story from a tagline to about us will capture the essence of your brand and its unique selling proposition. Now the test, the final test is, if you can swap out any company name and use that tagline that you've created, and it still works, eh, you haven't quite got there yet. You need a little more work on that, right, Yvette? <laughs> totally true. And you know the thing is, you need to accept that telling your story is a process. But once you get it done, it can serve as a reference point for all your other marketing messages throughout the customer journey and your buyer's journey. And speaking of customer journey, let's talk about how our listeners can create their brand story, even if branding isn't 100% behind the effort yet. Okay, that's a totally good point. So what we wanted to do to wrap up today is give you seven baby steps you can take to tell your brand story 
without angering branding and going through an entire brand relaunch. So step one in that process seems maybe antithetical, but it's build your brand story anyway. <laughs> and don't have to publish it, but trust us by going through the process, you will get much better in touch with your brand and you will understand how to use the framework. So we recommend step, step one, if it's in a secret notebook somewhere or on that secret drafted document, go ahead and get it started. Here's the thing, guys. You can tell many stories about your brand. Many of us already do that. Testimonials are stories. A press release is a story. So we see your brand as your brand story, more like a compilation of short stories because each one can use the framework. So step two then is to identify a place where you could use a good story, a place where your communication is already failing to convert prospects. So pick a spot like that, or maybe in an ABM vertical, or maybe even inside your next webinar, but choose a measurable point to tell that story and just see how it works. Exactly. And step three then is take a look at your current metrics for that place that you picked. Set some new goals for your story so that you can have measurable targets and a story to tell later on why you need to tell your brand story. Exactly. Step four is use your overarching brand story that you developed in step one as the framework. Then tailor a new story to get your point across at the place you picked in the customer journey. So you can use the story to highlight a key benefit of your brand or to address a pain point to a specific audience in your ABM campaign, say. And this is really important, Sherry. And as we get into the next few weeks, we're gonna dive deeper into it. But the reason that you can tell so many stories is because you have different audiences. And you know, you reminded me of it, Sherry, with the ABM part. ABM um, campaigns by their, by their nature have multiple audiences and those people have multiple pain points. And beyond that, when you're talking about your product and the different places that you promote it, you talk about different features and benefits. Every one of those places has the potential to tell a story and follow that framework. Because remember, the framework is tried and true. You just have to get your story straight, as it were, you know, like when you were a teenager. Now, next, at step five, we want you to evaluate the impact of your new story. Make sure afterwards you're gonna compare it to those average metrics. What you will find ideally is that when you track the value of these prospects, and make emotional connections, you should be seeing better engaged prospects more deeply connected to your brand. In a perfect world, and I know thanks to attribution, we can't always do this, but if you're in a situation where you can track prospects that came from your story all the way through to deals one, we expect that you're gonna see better numbers because once again, you told a story early on to connect and engage and people are going to be more likely to remember and work and um, with people that they like and trust. 
So true, so true. So step six, now you need to use the results to gain momentum and give reasons to create more stories throughout your marketing ecosystem. Sounds pretty simple, right? Exactly. And finally, step seven, when the time is right and you've baby stepped through your storytelling success, you can pull out your overarching brand story. You can polish it up because you're probably going to have some key learnings from all those stories you put out there in the marketing ecosystem. And then you can work with the uh, branding team to get that thing launched. So start looking at how you can take those baby steps right now. Storytelling, it's another great way to boost engagement at underperforming points in the customer journey. But like we said, storytelling can be a bit of a challenge if you're going to do it right. So next week, we're going to discuss part two of how to tell your brand story by examining the role of your USP, that's unique selling proposition, in that whole process. And in the meantime, if you are interested in accelerating the development of your own brand story, check out our special offer. I think it's below in the show notes, or you can reach out to us at xpromos.com. As always, guys, thanks for listening. Next week, the Instant Expertise Marketing Podcast will continue conversations in part two of how to tell your brand story as we deconstruct those USPs. And I'm telling you, you won't want to miss out on this one. See you then.